We are in Sefer Malachim Aleph, Peret Tes Zion, Pasuk Aleph, by Yehizavar Hashem Eliyehu Ben Hanani. And it would not be an understatement to say that up till now, the Malchai Yisrael, from Yerubim on, have been a totally, totally failures as a group of kings. Each one, the nicest thing that the Navi can say about each one of them is that he was worse than the one before him. They are just corrupt, morally, spiritually, they are evil, they are just incompetent. And we're going to see today that there are several more of them we're going to learn about that are faithful to this uh, pattern of just evil until we come at the end of the parrot to a man who is the paradigm as a king who performs evil and who along with his wife is just a model not only in our Tanakh, but in all literature, in all world literature, is the most evil, incarnate um, model of just, you cannot use any other word, but just raw evil. And that is Achav and Izebel. And they will occupy the next six prakim until the end of Malachim Aleph. That's how bad they are, and that's how corruptive they were. And you're going to see the battles with Eliyahu Hanavi is going to be introduced, and Elisha, who fight with them all their days, as it were. So now, however, we are concluding the reign of Basha. Basha, you will remember, was a usurper. He was from Issachar. He seized the throne by killing Nadav, Yeruvam's son. And then, um, as by the way, he was commanded to do through the Navi Aliyah Ashiloni, but then becomes worse than Yeruvam and Nadav ever was. And now it comes the time where the Navi has to remove Basha. So we begin by Yehi Jabar Hashem El Yehu Ben Hanani. We have not met him before. Yehu is a Navi. Al Basha Lemar. He instructs him to speak to Basha. And you are going to find the language so reminiscent of the instructions to Achiloi to remove Yeruvam that it cannot be coincidental. So he comes to him, Yehu, and says, Yan, speak to. Um, Basha in the name of the Kodesh Yan Asher Harimosra Min HaOfor VeEtnecha Nogid Alami Yisrael. This is exact same language that we use with Yeruvim, except Harimosra Min HaOfor from the dust, as opposed to Yeruvim, he said from the midst of the people. And what he's saying, I raised you from dust, unlike Yeruvim, who at least was a Ben Torah who was a brilliant scholar, who was the Gadol in learning, I elevated him to the kingdom. You have no such redeeming qualities. You I raised from the dust. 
Yisrael, I made you a king over my people Yisrael. You went in the way of Yerobam. And you just sinned so with my people Israel calling, causing them to sin. That to anger me with their sins. Notice the Mephorshim say, despite the um, disobedience of B'nai Yisrael, Kaddish Baruch Hu still refers as Ami Yisrael. They are still my people. So now he continues the instruction to Yehu, Hinnineh Mavir Achrei Basha Achrei Beso. And now I will destroy Basha and his household. Benosati es Beischa Kebeis Yerobam and I will give, it shifts from the third person to the second person here. So Benasati as Beischa, I will give your house, is referring to Basha, Kaveshi Yerobam ben Nevat, like the house of Yerobam ben Nevat. What are the qualifications? I mean, the thing that always bothers me, Hashem chooses this person, who he says, you're nothing, basically, and I made you. Why? Why did he choose someone good? There's these nubbies. Why does he choose one of them? But he does when they start. You, you take a man like you rub him. You but, he rub know, but he knows the end. Hashem has the advantage of knowing the end. You again are getting into this Bechira Chavshit. Man has the, you know, the ability to change the destiny. That he can change it. He can say, no, I'm not going to be that way. But that's what he's trying to show. It's probably the failure of man the inability to exercise Bechira Hashem. And the other thing is, what, what is going on with Ami Yisrael? You know, are, these, are, are the people happy with their rulers? Are they unhappy? It would seem, from the narrative, less and less, because they have to take more precautions to um, keep them, keep B'nai Yisrael out of Yehuda. It's, it's a growing struggle. That's why you had the, the battles, the towers. And we're going to see it is less and less. And we're going to see the end sort of, you know, coming, coming soon. So he continues. And again, this is the same language. He said the same thing about Yeruvah. Those who uh, die in the city of Basha's family, the dogs will eat. In the field, the birds of prey will eat. In other words, they will not even have the proper burials. They will die in the streets and on the um, uh, fields, just like dying, like animals with no um, proper burial. And the rest of the deeds of Basha and his incidents in his life, are they not in Israel? And so the death was for Basha. However, Basha himself isn't killed. The rest of his progeny will be killed by Yikover Tirza. He is buried in Tirza, his capital city, by Yamlech And he is succeeded by his son. Elah. Question arises, why should Basha, uh, who really followed the Kaddish Barakah in his instruction to kill Yeruvah, now be held responsible, as we're going to see, for the death of Yeruvah? 
The answer is that he did it, he did not do it with Shemayim, he did it for other motivations. And the Rambam tells us when you don't do what you're supposed to do with Shemayim, uh, you're going to be held guilty for it. The paradox is not only that you have failed to do Shem Shemayim, you are going to be criminally responsible for killing someone, even though you could argue, but I was told to by the Nabi. The Gam Pasuk Zion, the Gam Biyad Yehu Ben Hanani Hanabi, Tvar Hashem Hayo Al Basha, Bel Beso, Bal This reprises it. Um, it also comes to Basha or Beso, Bal Asher Osa Beine Hashem Lahakiso, the way he angered him, Bamasa Yoda, Lios Kebes Yerovam, while Asher he calls. So that's exactly what we were saying. In other words, he is held accountable for the death of Yerovam and his family, uh, notwithstanding that he was commanded to do that by the Navi. And that's because his one, his, his, it wasn't the Shem Shemayim, and two, we're going to see he became worse than Yerovam. So this is, and we're going to parallel now as we do back and forth between Yehuda. So this was in the 26th year of Asa's 41-year reign, Melech Yehuda. Molach Elah, Elah takes the throne, Ben Basha Yisrael, in the city of Tishashnasayim. Two years ago, I'm sorry, two years. And just as we learned, that was the same reign as Yeruvam's first child, Nadav, two years. They didn't get no more than two, and some of them, unfortunately, say it's rounded out to two, so it was less. By of Abdo Zimri. Now comes character known as Zimri. Again, another usurper. By of Abdo Zimri, Sar Machsis Horechev. He was the head of the chariots, not even all the chariots, Machsis, half of the chariot fleet of the king, Behuber Tirza, he dwelled in Tirza, Shoseh Shikur Beis Arza, Asher HaBayis Tirza. And so now Zimri, um, he is in his house, uh, the, the Eli is in his house, and he is drinking. They are in a battle in the in Philistines, and this guy is alone in his castle, dead drunk. Yovo Zimri Vayakehu, Zimri comes into the house by Yimasehu, Bishnas Esrim Besheva La Asa in the 27th year of Asa, Melech Yehuda, by Yimloch Tachtov. Zimri totally usurps the throne by assassination. By Yehibamocho Beshifto Al Kiso Hako is called Base Basha. Now he takes it, the whole house of Basha below Yeshirlo and leaves. Nothing left, not even, and we saw this same Lashon verbatim with Yeruvim, not even Mashtin Bekir, someone in a dog urinating against the wall, the Goalav, the Re'ehu, any close family and friends are assassinated. Yash made Zimri as Kol Beis Basha, again, kills the whole Beis Basha, Kedvar Hashem, Asher Diber El Basha, Biyad Yehu Hanavi. He is carrying out the instructions of the Prophet just like Basha did with Yeruvah. El kol chatos Basha v'chatos elo b'no, asher chotu v'asher hechitu es Yisrael, l'hachis es Hashem alakei Yisrael, v'hav lehem. In other words, so now his successor after Basha, his son Elah, is no better than Basha. 
does the same thing, carries forth the same evil. The yes of Yivrei Eila, again, you want to read about Eila, Chol Asher you want history, you get it from Jivrei Hayomim. Here is Nebuah. Tesva, Bishnas Eshrim Rosheva, in the 27th year, Shana of Asa, Melech Yehuda, Molag Zimri. So Zimri is, is king for seven days. Shivas Yomim, Bichirza. The guy lasts seven days. And says the Pasuk, the nation is battling at Givjon, which was the same place that Yerobam's descendants were battling when he was, the family was wiped out, that Zimri has taken, assassinated the king, that Zimri has been killed by Omri, so that Zimri is killed. Now, they go up from Gibaton, which we said is a siege against the Philistines, by Yatsuru al Tirza, they lay siege to Tirza, by Yehikiro Zimri. Now, Zimri sees Kinil Kadaha here, that he is, uh, the city is captured, he is being defeated by Omri. By Yobo Alarmon Beis Hamela, he comes to the palace by Yisro for love as Beis Mela for Eshrayomos. He kills himself in the palace by fire. The popular interpretation is that, that it's a suicide. Others say that Omri uh, did it. Uh, in any event, if you take the popular one that it was suicide, this is the fourth suicide in Navi. The first being uh, Shimshon, then Shaul, then Achitophel, and now um, Zimri. And each one is representative of the four kinds of Misas Bezdin, like um, Shimshon would be stoning. Uh, here, Zimri would be fire. Uh, Achitophel would be, uh, Shaul would be Chenek, and Achitophel would be the fourth Misa. In other words, it's symbolic, but those are the four suicides. So now, Achatoso Asher Chata, we're talking about uh, Zimri. Achatoso Asher Chata Lasos Hashem. And because of the sins he committed, so you're asking, the guy ruled for seven days. How many sins could he have committed? And the answer is, the Mephoshim say, it was A, the sins he did before, when he was an active, um, not general, but head of the armaments of the king, and two, that which he contemplated doing, that he's going to be punished for that. So he ruled seven days, but he is as bad, if not worse, than who went before him. The Yesed Divrei Zimri, again, standard line. You want to know more about Zimri? The Kishru Asher Koshar, what he did. Ahalohim Kesuvim Al-Sefer Divrei Hayamim, Lamacha Yisrael, in Divrei Hayamim. Oz, now, even Zimri now comes, you say, are the people unrest? Yes, 
They are going to fight Zimri's thing with a nobody. They divide in half. A very obscure, that we know nothing about Tivni ben Ginas, but there was a faction that supported him for king, the Chatsi Amri. The other half went after Amri. They triumphed as Omashir Achare Tivni ben Ginas, Bayomas Tivni, Bayimloch Amri. So Tivni continues into obscurity and Omri takes over the reigns. This is Bishnat Shloshim Ma'acha, 31 years into Asa's reign. Malach Omri Al Yisrael, Shtemis Reis Shana, a 12 year reign which is respectable. Betirza Molach Sheshanim in Tirza, he rules for six years. By Yiken Esahar Shomron, may a Shemer Bipurim Kesef, he buys a mountain in Samaria. May a Shemer Bipurim Kesef for such and such amount of money. By Yiven Esahar, he builds the mountain. By Yikra Shem Ha'ir Ashebona, Ashem Shemer Adonai Ha'or Shomron. Shemer who is the ruler of Shomron. Mephoshim say it was an absolute uh, of Olazara. And the question is raised, this is interesting, the question is raised, so how does he, this man was evil, was worse than everything that went before him, the Novi says. How does he get such a reign? No one gets more than two years in this whole since Yerobam. How does he get that respectable reign of uh, 22 years? Um, because he bought land in Israel, the Gemara says, one of the fortune. Specifically, he bought land in Israel, notwithstanding, he took that land and, according to Mesna fortune, made it a place of Avodah Zorah. And his the judgment on him, by Yaseh Amri Harab Hashem, by Yorami the standard evaluation of those kings of Israel. He was worse than anything came before him. He did everything worse than Yeruvim, in fact, did. You want to know more about Omri? Look it up in Divrei Hayamim. And Omri gets a decent burial. He dies a natural death. He is now buried in Shomron, which is the new headquarters, as we're going to see, or capital city of Malchus Yisroh. And now comes Achav, the paradigm of evil. In the 38th year of Asa, Melech Yehuda, by Yimloch Achav ben Amri a Yisrael b'Shomron, Esrim u'Shtayim Shana. He was 22 years, which is longer than any Mach Melech Yisrael, and there's no. He was the worst of all of us. We're going to see the dates don't don't like uh, make sense. So Omri uh, became king in the 31st year of Asa. He ruled for 12 years. How does, how does Ahav become king in the 38th year of Asa? Good question. Uh, there is, a, is it 31 to 38? There is a thing, some say it's rounded out. Some say that it is an error, um, but let's look into that further. Usually they round it out, but that would account for one or two years. 
He exceeds anything that anyone did before him. The Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin that his lightest sin, Achav, the sins of, you know, that were called, were greater than any major sin Yeruvim ever did, as we're going to see in the six Prakim follows. Um, that's what it's saying. The slightest sin, and he takes this woman as sharing power with him. Izebel, Jezebel, Bas Esbal, she's the daughter of Esbal, probably a priest of the Baal, not even Jewish. Melech Sidonim, the king of the Sidonim, Vayelech, Vayavod, Esabal, Vayishtachavulu. From the outset, they worship the Baal. Vayokom, Mizbeach, Labal, Beisabal, Asher, Banav, Bishamon. They build a giant worshiping place to the Baal. Asher, Banashamon, this is the first time, yes, you, you had alternative forms of worship, alternative. This is the first time a giant temple is built to a foreign god. Vayas Achav is Asherah. Achav does is an Asherah, which is another form of our but not, as we're going to see, as serious as the Baal. Vayosef Achav la'asos la'achises Hashem elokei Yisrael mikol machei Yisrael asher ha'yulupanav. He exceeds anything that went before it, as we're going to see in the next six parkim devoted exclusively to the horrible reign that this man had for 22 years with his evil wife, Izebel. And we're going to leave sentence over tomorrow, which looks on its surface like a total, but very fascinating non sequitur, but is far more interrelated with Achav's future reign than you would imagine. 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. Uh,